0: Welcome to the Dear Bride Podcast. We're so grateful you're here. We're your hosts. I'm Janelle Brooke. And I'm Terry Alfieri. We're wedding photographers, best friends, and the founders of Janelle Brooke Photography. With over a decade of experience, we have a lot to share and can't wait to delve into all things wedding with you. We hope to build an amazing community of women. So let's connect, let's vent, breathe, and empower one another. Dear Bride, You got this. Welcome to the Dear Bride podcast. Um, So if you are a couple that is planning your wedding for the spring of 2020 and you thought you weren't stressed out before, welcome the coronavirus. (laughs) This is so crazy. Um, And this is um, something that I feel like a curveball that no one could have expected um, this is something that's real and relative um, for everyone, but especially in the event industry. Um, and I think it's really important for us to actually address this right now because I know that there are so many couples out there who are silently mourning their wedding. Um and Samantha and Alex, I am just so grateful that you are here and that you are strong enough to come onto the podcast today and talk to me about what you're going through. Um,
1: Our
2: pleasure. Thank you, Janelle.
0: So I just want to give a little bit of background here um, before we just totally delve into your story and um, what has taken place in the last week um, as things have been changing very rapidly here. So um, for any of you who don't know, um, my name is Janelle Brooke and I am a New York wedding photographer. Um, I have a small boutique company here on Long Island. And um, this week has been um, pretty crazy, pretty unprecedented, to say the least. Uh, We are working with a lot of couples, and Samantha and Alex are among them, um, couples who need to change their weddings and event dates because of the coronavirus. Um, So again, um, I have always felt that the need for community amongst people planning their weddings is something so huge. And right now... I feel like we need it more than ever. So again, I, I just want to delve right into this. And um, please, let's start by just sharing your story and um, just give us some ideas here about what you were planning for your wedding. Um,
2: okay, so Alex and I got engaged uh, December of 2018. Um, really romantic, perfect engagement, could not ask for more. Um, and we, uh, we booked a venue in around March of 2019. Um, we were looking for something far enough away from home. We live in Manhattan. Um, we wanted something far enough away that we would feel like we were really getting like an away weekend kind of experience with our wedding. Um, but not something so far that it, it would be a, a complete imposition on our guests. Um, So we settled on Saratoga Springs, which is like the most beautiful, quaint. It just immediately felt perfect. Like it was exactly like what we, it's exactly what we wanted. We had
1: had no attachment to it whatsoever. Neither of us had ever been there before, but something about, you know, once we got there, we saw the venue, we saw the town. It just, something about it felt
2: right. It was just so magical. It almost felt like, felt like home kind of in a way. Yeah. just really, really charming. Um, so we booked venue. We scheduled our date, May second, 2020. Um, got all of our vendors on board. Yeah. Um, and we've just been been in planning mode ever since. Um, but obviously things have changed a little bit. Um, and so we're now kind of grappling with with the reality of this on a really macro level, um, but then also. Sort of contained to to our own personal life and what this means going forward for our wedding. Yeah. So, wow. I
0: mean, I mean, obviously, you guys know how much I adore you,
2: and I've right. um, been <laughs> this
0: journey with you, and um, my heart goes out to you because this is this is a big deal. Um, so how? exactly would you describe, um, what's happening right now in terms of the coronavirus and your wedding? What is, what has happened as a result of this pandemic?
1: So, I mean, I I think like any couple that's planning a wedding, you have so many things going on this, you know, when the news first hit, it was just another, you know, checklist item. Like, yeah, maybe we should think about like, we have to make a contingency plan or what would we do? And this was February. The weddings in May. So we're like, all right, we have we have a couple of months. Yeah. You yeah. know, our our thought for the longest time was, if we're really still worrying about this in mid to late April into May, like we're gonna have bigger problems in the world than our wedding.
2: And and lo and behold, <laughs> we do.
1: <laughs> so I mean, even up until it, last weekend, um, you know, life was still somewhat normal. People were starting to to self you know, companies were starting on their own to take it upon themselves to do work from home. Uh, yeah. I started working from home, Sam was yeah. still going to work. Um, and we thought we were okay until late last Sunday when the CDC said, you know, for eight weeks, no gatherings of 50 people or more. And of course our wedding was seven weeks at the time. And so that that was sort of the, the groundbreaking moment that we're like, all right, we, it, it's, it's not a contingency yeah. plan anymore, it's the plan.
2: Right, I feel like it kept crawling closer and closer to home and it was becoming more of a reality but i think it was really on sunday night yeah. that we were both like okay it's time to to really like get in gear and and figure yeah. out what we're going to do with this um
1: we, we had obviously everything planned and aligned to may 2nd so it's you almost have this like inertia bias and it's like all right that's our date; we're sticking to it yeah. everybody's coming everybody knows we've got our yeah. invites
2: are out. We're half, getting RSVPs, we have half of
1: our RSVPs back. <laughs> yeah. We've got, you know, we're we're down to like the really small little things on our checklist, and it's like, all right, no, we we've been planning for a year and a half for this. Like this is this is go time, and so we didn't want it to be true, but sort of, it, it was almost easier that the decision was kind of made for us. Yeah, we, it, it wasn't a shade of gray anymore. We were inside the eight weeks, so it was right. Like, all right, that's we have to now. right.
2: It was almost an easier decision because of our date but I think for people who I mean look everything's changing by every hour at this point now but um had our date been the end of May maybe even June I don't know there would there would have been a lot more discussion I think and a lot more um searching to kind of figure out what to do so in a way I am grateful that those CDC guidelines got got set down because Alex and I were just like you know what let's go. Like we, we put everything aside and we were like, this is the decision we're going to make. We're going to postpone it. Like, let's get everyone on board and go from there. Um, it was, it was a really difficult decision emotionally, obviously, you know, we've, we've invested so much time, so much money in, into this event. Um, but logically, I mean, it was a no brainer and I'm coming to realize now emotionally too, it, it was difficult at, at first, but it's also sort of a no brainer. Yeah.
1: I mean, even if the guidance didn't come out, that the question we were sort of grappling with is, you know, togetherness and the love and the warmth in the room is so important. Do we want to be at a wedding where people yeah. are elbow bumping instead of hugging, Yeah, you know, yeah. and nobody yeah. wants to, you know, get too close to us because they're scared of, you know, getting the bride and groom sick and like our, our my grandmothers. And yeah, it just, it, it it was easier for us to know that it was a hard deadline. Yeah.
0: I hear you. It's crazy. And I mean, I, I mean, just to recap, I mean, like what we heard like five days ago, three days ago, uh, it's not the same as it is today. And that's, that's a really big deal. I mean, I remember, and this is not wedding related, but I remember sitting in my living room just waiting by my computer for the email from um, the school district superintendent. You know, I have two daughters and um, that are in school, and I was just waiting to see what was happening with the school closures. And it was, like, all over the place. I mean, some districts were closed for a week. Some weren't closed at all. Some were closed for a day. And um, finally, you know, Governor Cuomo just stepped in and said, nope, all the schools, um, in New York state are closed until April 1st. And, and that was probably for me, like the realization of, wow, this is, this is serious. And then obviously everything followed. So, um, so you're right, Alex, first, it was like, I think it was 500 people and then it, um, you know, kept going down and now all restaurants are closed unless, um, they're doing takeout or delivery, all gyms, museums, movie theaters. I mean, it's, it's crazy i mean i got emails from just you know old navy and um bed bath and beyond and you know all these stores saying that um you know what what their new hours are or at all and it's uh it's crazy and i'm just i'm thankful that the government is stepping in and at least they're suspending mortgage payments um i know they're suspending uh any debt related to new york state right now um and we're just being told to do everything we can to flatten the curve and prevent the spread of the virus. Um, so it's it's kind of like an episode of the Twilight Zone. Yes. <laughs> um, it, really, like it really is. And I, And I think that there are so many people that are in your shoes right now. You know, couples who are planning, you know, these beautiful weddings for the spring of 2020. With dreams of cherry blossoms um, that I've already seen blooming around here, which is um, very uplifting and nice to see uh, that spring is here. But we can't enjoy it with um, our friends and family that we don't live with right now. So it's uh, it's it's upsetting. So are you guys doing okay? <laughs> like how are you? How are you handling this? How are your friends and family now. handling this? Supportive? were they like trying yeah. to send good vibes your way was anyone just bawling
2: their eyes out like what's what's happening over there yes <laughs>
1: besides, besides us i don't know
2: yes uh, you know what everyone involved has, has definitely done a little bit of crying yeah. um
1: yeah Myself included no yeah, same. yeah no totally sure. yeah it was hard it I, yeah. I i compared it to like you know, a totally different level and obviously there's so many more important things going on in the world but it felt like I, like somebody died. Like we were grieving for a while. Yeah.
2: It's a loss.
1: You know, it, it's
2: just draining
1: and exhausting. And like in the moment you have so many decisions to make and so many trade offs you're weighing. And yeah, you know, it was, it was definitely by the time the news came out, it became a little frantic for us to try and coordinate with all of our vendors and coordinate with our friends and our bridal party and our family. And so by the end of that day that you know, we actually agreed and decided to postpone it, we were just so emotionally yeah, and exhausted. Yeah, it was draining. Exhausted.
2: Um, our friends, our, our family, like I feel like ever since, probably since Sunday night when the CDC guidelines started to come out, like people were so incredible about rallying behind us, like checking in on us at, at all hours of the day. Um, I mean, I had been talking about it with my parents Prior to the CDC guidelines coming out, and it's just, it's it's a party that that means so much to so many different people, um, yeah. and and there are so many different people involved, but we're just so lucky that everyone we love has has come back at us with even more love. Yeah, you know, to to really hold us up in this time.
1: I mean, I feel like when you're planning a wedding, your own wedding at least, you, you get in such like a bubble of your stuff and your priorities. And I, quite honestly, I, I didn't even think about, you know, how or, or expect support necessarily in that way, but I was, I was so floored at how overwhelming the support from our friends and family were about, you know, don't worry about it. Yeah. Like everybody's gonna show up 10 times more for your new date. Um, yeah. you know, whatever you guys want, whatever you guys need, we're there. Don't worry if hotels cost more money, if we have to stay in different hotels, like, nothing else matters we'll be there for you guys. And that's, that's it.
2: Just, it, it puts things in perspective. I mean, uh, our, our florist, the first time I ever spoke with her named Sam Nass, she's really, really sweet. Um, she told me, you know, you're planning a party. It's not, you know, if you, if you reframe things and think of it as you're planning a party rather than you're planning a wedding, um, it'll really kind of shift your perception. And so we've gone into this really holding tight to that, that we're, we're planning a party um, but with that party comes all of the friendships and, and all of the relationships that have kind of helped our relationship grow. Wow. Um, so throwing the party was almost just as much for family and friends as it was for the two of us. Right. You know, We just wanted to be surrounded by all of that love. Um, and obviously a, a global pandemic certainly puts things in perspective. I mean, the only thing that matters now is is to feel that love and to right. give it back to the people who are giving it to us.
1: And I think that that's a good lens for other people, other couples looking for advice. It's, you know, if that's important to you, yeah. you know, think of it in that way about throwing a party and sort of try to put your own sort of selfish priorities about, hey, this is our gate. This is what we want to do. We're doing it the way we envisioned it. And think about, you know, your guests and the experience you want to have, not just, you know, checking the box that we're doing it on the day that we plan. Yeah. Even if rescheduling is yeah. a bit of a nightmare.
2: Yeah. We had such frantic text messages going with our, <laughs> our bridal parties um, as we were replanning because because it's so important to us that we have all of our friends and all of our family there on, on the day of. So, yeah. Um, it was important to us. That was like probably our, our number one priority. Mm-hmm. Um, making sure we could have everyone who we wanted standing beside us to be there on that next date. So we did a little coordinating around around yeah. our bridal party for sure. Um, and I'm so happy we did.
0: You have a new date planned.
2: We do. We do.
1: <laughs> I hope. October 18th, <laughs>
2: 2020, baby. We're still in the 2020 club for yeah. now. <laughs> October
0: is a great month. October is my favorite month. It's my wedding anniversary. Um, okay. I got married on October 14th. And it was beautiful. It was such a beautiful day. And I feel like... Um, I don't know. I mean, obviously, no one has a crystal ball with, you know, Mother Nature and um, what the weather will be like on, you know, any particular day. But October is such a beautiful month to get married. And obviously, I am so excited for you guys. And I'm excited to be there with you. Oh, um, so happy. <laughs> it's been a journey guys <laughs> it's definitely it's definitely been a journey um so obviously i mean you've been planning your wedding so far out between like the well we know you have photography covered yes, um,
2: yes. thank the god <laughs>
0: photography video um, um music entertainment the food invitations i mean even a, yeah, I mean, like even your wedding gown. I mean, this could take a long time to come in. Like, how how were all of your vendors, like in in regards to rescheduling this
2: new date? We've been so really
1: lucky. We got really lucky. Everybody was helpful. I got to give I think the most credit to our wedding planners. Yeah, KDO
2: um, KDO Events. They
1: are incredible. As so we had so we found out about the CDC guidance Sunday night by Monday they had helped us coordinate a call with our venue and our caterer. Uh, as soon as we had that call, we found out all the available dates that the venue had for the rest of the year. Within like literally 20 minutes, KDO and Casey had a spreadsheet for us of all of our vendors and all of the dates. And they'd already made all the phone calls to cross-reference and figure out who was available on what dates. It so was incredible. Within Within 20 minutes, we knew Who could, who of our vendors could sort of lift and shift our weekend to that date and who couldn't? So then, as Sam said, we went, you know, frantically texting and calling all of our family and our bridal party, and we picked October 25th. Yes. And it was great, and everybody could do it. All of our vendors could do it. And by the time, half an hour later, that we called the venue, somebody had already taken that date.
2: Oh my God, we went insane. I think we cursed that uh, at the woman on the other, pl- oh, it was
1: terrible. <laughs> it was so oh bad. Gosh. It was terrible. Uh, so, I mean, you can imagine, like, we're already frantic thinking like, okay, we've got to get our wedding rescheduled. <laughs> yeah. And then we're it's like, okay, is there is there going to be a run on dates? Like there's a run on toilet paper right oh, now? My like, oh my God. Gosh. So, then, then, you know, repeating the same flash, you know, we called everybody. October 18th was the next best date. And there were two vendors that were iffy on that date. And we're like, okay, it's, you know, at well, this point we're making sacrifices. Yeah. And, you know, luckily everybody could do it. We called the venue back, we locked in October 18th. And like, this this is all in the span of maybe an hour. It was so and hectic. It was, just, it was crazy.
2: We, had we done, I, I don't know how we could have done what Katie and Casey no. did. Like it would have taken us hours to figure it out. Um, and we, I, I just couldn't believe all of the work that they put into it. I mean, they came into to our phone conference totally prepared. Right.
1: Calm, cool, collected, yeah. like the opposite of where we were. Yeah.
2: We would have completely <laughs> crumbled without them that day. It was, it was absolutely people being good at their job. There's a reason that you hire a wedding planner. Yeah. <laughs> this was... They went above and beyond for us, and we were so so grateful. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, all of the vendors that didn't know if they could make it work on that day, um, everyone everyone figured out a way. You know, our our florist wasn't sure if she could do it. Um, she worked it out. She's gonna she's gonna show up for us on October 18th. Um, yeah. Our videographer Kenny Cooper, also super super sweet guy, called us, told us he'd figure out a way to to make it work. Um, so it's basically the the same vision we yeah. had for May 2nd just
1: on a Sunday in sh- October yeah, instead of a Saturday sh- Saturday.
2: five months yeah. okay it's
0: gonna be awesome I know it's gonna be awesome and you know this is um again this is uh really crazy times and I know that a lot of couples that are in your shoes right now are just riding out this storm but yeah. it's okay It's okay because um, you're still marrying your person, right? I mean, that's your person. My (laughs) person. It doesn't matter. It's all going to happen. And I feel like it's definitely going to be a story to tell the kids (laughs) and tell the grandkids. (laughs) And... um, And it's going to be awesome. So, and I'm very excited to be with you guys as well.
1: That time, the global pandemic changed our wedding. Yeah.
2: I (laughs) mean, it really puts things in perspective.
0: (laughs) It does. Right. Oh my gosh. It really does. Um, and it's funny because, I mean, I know there's so many people that have multiple anniversaries, like sometimes, you know, couples will celebrate the day that they met or their first date. Um, obviously their wedding (laughs) um but you know there are a lot of couples that do this so i'm curious may 2nd
2: what do you think you guys are going to do well it's it's a day that we're going to celebrate no matter what i have actually i have a note section in in my phone um that has like the date of our first kiss the first day alex told me he loved me so may 2nd will just be added to that list of (laughs) important dates okay it's sort of a question mark right now we would we would like to honor that date and and have some kind of civil ceremony if we can on that date. Um, pandemic is possibly throwing a wrench in the plans. Okay. Um, we haven't gotten our, our marriage license yet. Um, and I'm not sure. I don't think we can at this at time. Least it,
1: at least in Manhattan, the, yeah. the county clerk's office is closed. So okay. I thought about maybe going to a different county or a different state. We're, we're celebrating either way. Yes. Right? If we're... Stuck inside if we're video chatting with with all of our friends and right. family, yeah, uh, we're celebrating no matter what. Yes. So hopefully we can be outside in, in groups of ten or more, maybe. But uh, May May second. <laughs> oh,
2: Alex, we <laughs> can only hope. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. I mean, there there's really we're we're really just trying to kind of roll with the punches
1: at this point. I mean, yeah. we're all seeing. I mean, here. hey, we we've got our our yarmulkes and our katubo already say May second on <laughs> <Yeah>. it, so. <laughs> sort of recouping some of the sunk costs there if we keep May 2nd as a real date. So I think either way, you know, it, it it's going to be a, a joke or, or you know, at the very least a, a hallmark of our wedding yes. day forever that we've got two of them now. Yes. So twice the celebration.
2: Yes, we're
0: love
1: twice it. as lucky.
0: I just love all your positivity because I think that that's what people need right now. Um, There's a lot of things that are, you know, going on here, Um, you know, in my neighborhood. Like, people are putting rainbows outside their houses. I don't know if you've heard about this or not, but, like, kids are, like, walking, like... I don't know, up and down the streets to get some fresh air and like searching for rainbows. So people are like um putting rainbows, uh using sidewalk chalk or hanging a rainbow picture in their window. So that's a big thing.
2: Um
0: it's, you know, people need hope and um you know and lots of positivity. So I'm really just glad to see that you guys are, you know, on that bandwagon. <laughs>
1: Listen, it, it wasn't like that all week. Our the beginning I, of the week oh, was, sure. was tough and dark and yeah. sad, but I think once once we had a new plan in place, that's when we started feeling better.
2: There's just there's so much uncertainty right now. Yeah. I I mean no matter right. what we do, we're we're still facing some kind of uncertainty. And the only thing we can really control is is our attitude toward it and, and how we tackle it. Um and I'd rather be positive and, and feeling hopeful um, than the alternative. I,
0: yeah. What I else think, can we do? I agree. Um, I think that your mindset is the one thing that you can control, and obviously your actions and how you respond. And I think that that is something that is really important to remember, that we can actually control
2: our own thoughts. I mean, like, what a, like, what a concept. I'm never like this. I Actually it just took a global pandemic to kind of set me down on earth, but I'm seeing it's so true at this is yeah. what we can control. Yeah. You know, we can control how much toilet paper is out there right now. <laughs> I, I can't control whether the person on the opposite side of the street comes back positive for, for coronavirus. I can only control Myself and my thoughts and how I'm dealing with it and and how Alex and I are, are living in the midst of all of this. Um, the same goes for everyone else out there. I mean, we're we're just trying to hold tight to each other and virtually to, to the people we love. And, and that has to be enough for right now because it's all we got.
0: Yep. sending you love.
2: (laughs)
1: Yeah. Video chats.
2: A lot of video chats.
0: <laughs> yes, a lot, and that's okay because Skype is an amazing um, tool. Google Hangouts. Um, my daughter's using FaceTime and Messenger and all this to connect with her friends, and um, it's you know it's um, incredibly helpful. So while you know I have a love hate relationship with technology, <laughs> um, <laughs> right now it's pretty awesome because I've never done a podcast episode remotely before um and yet here we are you know and we're just we're doing the right thing we're staying in our homes we're just with the people that we love that we live with and um it's almost just forcing everybody to reconnect um and I I think it's awesome I mean I love my family when I don't want to kill them I love them (laughs) um but it's um I don't know it's a new world for as many weeks um as we need it to be um so is there anything else that you guys want to say any advice that you have for future couples or anything that um you want to throw out there to um people that are listening that are walking the same path as
2: you right now i definitely think for for a while in in a pre-covid 19 world alex and i did sort of feel like we we sat, kind of felt like we were at the mercy of, of everyone else in planning our, our wedding. You know, we kind of felt like um, a lot of the wedding process depended on what our vendors said we could and couldn't do. Um and we're now realizing that's that's so not true. We mm-hmm. we've had such incredible experiences with vendors reaching out and and really understanding. Um, the difficult decisions that we have to make because you all do, too. Um, and I think going into, you know, if, if you're thinking of postponing or um, whatever your plan might be, you you really have to approach your vendors as human beings um, yeah. because we've seen so much grace and compassion um, from the people who, who have been helping us, you know, set, set the party in place. Um, and it's really, really heartwarming.
1: Yeah. I think my my advice would be, I guess, based on our experience, the most stressful part of all of this was the uncertain time before we made a decision, the first hour after we made the decision. And then once we were, once we'd made that call, everything got a lot less stressful. So I think, you know, it's, it's a really tough time to be decisive and sort of figure out what you need in order to make that decision. But at least for us, we personally felt a lot better after we just made the call and stuck to it.
2: Yeah, it was a and relief. we
1: were, again, tremendously surprised by how supportive our family and friends were and how flexible our vendors were and how actually overall easy it was yeah. compared to <laughs> yeah. what we expected. It wasn't easy, but, you know, it was a lot easier than we thought it was going to be to plan a second wedding.
2: And it's so much better than the alternative. Yeah. I mean, I just... I couldn't
1: imagine being, like, uncertain for the next six weeks about... If we're going to be able to have a wedding, or if our guests are going to show,
2: yeah, I, I'm I'm so relieved we did it. Our I just kept picturing Alex and I in the middle of the horror and had we done this on May second, had we been you know allowed to do it on May second, what would our guests be doing? Would they be holding hands? Would they be scared to hold hands? Like I would never want to foster that kind of environment for the people I love. Yeah. Um, so you know we have such we have the warm friends and family. Um, Alex and I are like super affectionate people, so we need an we need a warm, affectionate, lovey-dovey wedding because because that's what we've been planning. So yeah. I guess it made our decision easier. Yeah, knowing that.
1: Th- thanks to Dr. Fauci for making our call a lot easier.
2: Yes, <laughs> <laughs> and our hearts out to people in that like in between time right yeah. now because I I don't know how you make that decision. It's it's a huge decision to make. Um, but I think, you know, everyone's health is, is paramount right now. So.
0: Yeah. Well, it's a a global issue. I mean, this is, I, I, again, it's, it's unprecedented times. I mean, the only thing that I could relate it to is, is war, right? I mean, it's, there are very few times, um, that I, I mean, and I haven't even lived through them, you know, where literally you could say everyone is going through the same thing at the same time and feeling the um, repercussions of what's happening um, with this virus, with the economy. It's it's definitely scary. Um, but I, again, just commend you guys for your strength and just for all your positivity
2: and, you know, your outlook on the situation. So thank you. Well, we, we owe <laughs> a lot of that to you. Janelle, you, you've been like, you've been like a therapist to me as well <laughs> as a friend since the minute we, we got in touch. Um, so Alex and I are really, really fortunate to, to have you on our team.
1: huge um, difference.
2: Yeah. I mean, we couldn't do this without you. We, we couldn't have done May 2nd without you. Certainly can't do October 18th without you, but you, you know, everything in between too. It's, you've really made a, a huge impact on our lives, not just on our party, but but on our lives.
0: I love you guys. Oh,
2: we love you too.
0: <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what to say. I love you guys. And, um, you know, I'm just, I I feel very fortunate, you know, that I'm a boutique company and that, you know, scheduling wise, because I don't do hundreds of weddings a year, you know, that I was able to, you know, accommodate basically everyone at this point who's had to move their date um where you know it aligns with their other vendors um but thank you and i am oh <laughs> i'm i'm very happy to um be your wedding photographer and your friend
2: oh, thank you <laughs> and, <I'll try>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and um you know it's something that you know we're going to get through we're going to get through it together Um, things are going to get back to normal. You know, we just, we just have to have faith and, um, continue to just do the right thing and, you know, abide by the CDC's guidelines. Um, you know, this is not something that's just affecting the elderly. You know, they are seeing that this is actually affecting young people. I think it's like 54% right now, um, of cases in New York City that are affecting people in the ages of 18 to 50, um, it's, it's pretty crazy. (laughs) So, um, all I can say is that it's, it's a pandemic, you know, and it's kind of like trying to stay dry in a hurricane. You know, it's not something that, um, I think any of us can sit here and really say, like, we know what we're doing, but, you know, I feel like if we stand together and we have community, um, we are stronger for it. And that's, Probably the biggest reason why I started this podcast, um, because I wanted people to have community. It is not easy to navigate wedding planning and relationships and everything that, that comes (laughs) together during this time, let alone during a pandemic. I mean, honestly, so, um, I'm actually going to be opening our Dear Bride Facebook page. So um, I'm going to be sharing (laughs) um, our call today and um, obviously some notes about things that are going on with you guys and some updates. Um, And I definitely encourage you to get on there as well. So if you are a couple that is walking through this, just know that you're not alone um, and that there is a community that's here for you. So that's all i got
2: (laughs) No, you are doing such good work i I mean people need this right now so you're you're giving everyone a a really safe space and a a sounding board for sure i I wish we could
1: talk to ourselves a week ago
2: yeah (laughs) Yeah.
1: so i hope this helps somebody out there yeah
2: you're doing a beautiful thing so thank you for that
0: and so are you and i think you guys are amazing and um We'll stay
2: in touch. <laughs> yes, we'll be on our couch if you need us. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sounds good. You have lots of wine over there. Hopefully,
2: <laughs> we're good.
0: We're good. We got each no, other. We're good.
1: We don't have paper towels, but we got wine.
0: Yes. <laughs> okay. All right. Fair enough. All right. We'll stay healthy. Um, stay safe. And thank you so much for sharing your story, guys.
1: Thank, thank you. Julie.
0: Thank you. Thanks. Thanks so much for hanging out with us today. I hope you learned something that will help you on your wedding planning journey. Please check out our website at www.dearbridepodcast.com for photos and a full recap of today's show. You can also connect with us on social media at Dear Bride Podcast. And for more episodes, please be sure to subscribe on iTunes. And your reviews and cheerleading skills are so appreciated and will only help us to deliver content that you want to hear. Until next time, ladies, thanks for listening and thank you for your support.